Welcome to Finding Holiness, where we delve into timeless Torah wisdom, revealing the sacred in everyday moments. Join us on a journey to elevate your spirituality and discover holiness in every aspect of life. I'm your host, Rabbi David Kadosh, and together, let's embark on a path of spiritual exploration. I hope you enjoy this next episode. All right, Erev Tov, everybody. Um, the last time we uh, we got together to speak about Yichot Lashonara, we were talking about partnerships and Shiduchim. That, you know, the, uh, the various laws that one has to take into consideration when, uh, when someone wants to know whether or not he should enter into a partnership for himself or for even one of his children with Shiduchim. And uh, I did mention that the Hafez Chaim had a Haga'ah here at the bottom, a um, lengthy one, that we are going to learn today Bezrat Hashem. So he writes the following. Reuven also has to be very careful when asking Shimon uh, as a, uh, or we're inquiring about Shimon with regards to uh, being a partner with him or Shiduch. Not to inquire about him um, to somebody who doesn't like Shimon. Alright, so if Reuven goes to Levi and Levi doesn't like Shimon and asks him about Shimon, uh, what do you think about Shimon's daughter for my son? What do you think Levi's going to say, right? Even if that person doesn't really hate Shimon. But it's someone who works in the same profession or in the same business as Shimon. Right? It's a, quoting a Midrash. It's known amongst, in, um, amongst our many sins that every professional has a dislike for competitors. Uh, aside from the fact that nothing constructive will come from such a conversation. It's likely that such an individual will lie straight up when describing Shimon's deficiencies or at least exaggerate. The additional concern is that Reuven leads this person to speak Lashon Hara. Because all the derogatory answers that Levi is going to give about Shimon is going to be, as a result, or motivated by the hatred of uh, Shimon. So yes, as we said before, we learned last time, it's something like this will be permitted, but one of the preconditions is that the person you're asking cannot have any negative feelings, ill feelings towards that person. Even if Levi says, listen, I'm not saying this because he's a competitor, all right, or I'm not saying this because I uh, have something against him. I'm being very honest here. Right? So even if he says, it's not because of the Sina. I don't want you to experience anything bad by dealing with this guy. That's what he says. We have to suspect that this is not what he's actually thinking. The reader should not um, counter by saying that this is very difficult for Reuven to abide by this matter. The reader may argue that once the inquirer, that's Reuven, tells Levi 
that the information is relevant to him for a particular purpose. Levi may not want to answer him at all because he might not want to ruin Shimon's prospects. This is how God is going on a different uh, area in the Halakha. I will respond to him as follows. Even if it's true that Levi will not respond honestly if he hears the reason behind the inquiry because we learned that in the last Halakha you have to actually explicitly say to the person you're inquiring why you're asking this information. Um, um, nevertheless, is one permitted to extend a cup of wine to a Nazir in order to profit or to obtain some other benefit? Of course not. Same applies to our discussion if you, if you don't tell him why. Lashonara is no less significant than other Torah prohibitions. Therefore, just because Reuven stands to benefit by withholding the reasons, for whatever reason he feels, he's now going to bring his friend to Isur? We already learned this in the introduction. The prohibition of putting a stumbling block in front of, in front of someone applies even if someone's intention is not to cause his fellow Jews to transgress. As long as he facilitated another Jew to transgress a sin, he's in violation of this prohibition. I have here, uh, I circled uh, the, a number here. So it goes down to this note. It says, Be'er Chaim cites that one transgresses the prohibition of Lipnei Iver by lending money without any witnesses present. If you lend money without witnesses watching, you are transgressing Lipnei Iver. By advancing an unattested loan, he causes the borrower to sin by denying the loan since there are no witnesses to testify. Now in that case, the lender certainly does not want the borrower to disregard the loan. He wants to be repaid. But since he ultimately provides the means for another Jew to sin, he transgresses the Lifnea Iver prohibition. So too in our case, although Reuven is seeking information from Levi about Shimon for a toilet, for a purpose, and he does not wish to cause Levi to sin, he still transgresses Lifnea Iver by not informing Levi of the toilet, and he is providing Levi with the means to sin. Uh, that's why I circled it. Ve'ulam uh, be'emet. We don't need to resort to this response at all. Reuben makes our inquiry of Levi the proper way. It's very possible for him to get that information even when notifying Levi why you need this information. If Reuben were to approach Levi and tell him, my brother, tell me something about Shimon that I need from you. Don't exaggerate. Tell me what you know to be true. And you will not transgress any sin. It's for constructive intentions. I'm not here to disparage anybody. And I assure you that I will not reveal the information that you tell me to anybody else. So even if he says this to Levi, Reuven should then express to Levi um, what, uh, what the matter at hand, explaining what he wants to know and why he needs to know it. Levi in this situation will certainly answer truthfully. But most people stumble in this. 
when they acquire about a girl or a boy for their, for their own children. Many people who wish to determine the true nature of the boy or the girl, and seek and research, investigate, they pretend that it's of no relevance to them in any way. Right? So I ask uh, George, George, go find out for me about this girl. All right? Because I want this girl maybe for my son. George goes and he starts inquiring about a girl. Now he's doing it because he's helping me. He's not, but it's Lashon Hara. For him, it's Lashon Hara. He can't not inquire about a person and ask somebody else about the girl without actually saying why he's asking that information. And this happens all the time when we pretend that it's of no relevance. Uh, However, by doing so, they transgress Lifneiber, they cause the responder to speak Lashon Hara as well. And another sin, because in order for the person to respond freely, they don't start the conversation by asking about the, the partner. They inquire first about other individuals. Because they don't want to realize, people to realize that they have a personal matter. So they'll start, you know, they, you know they, they don't want them to know that it's about them. So they start bringing up other people. And then eventually they'll get to the person they want to talk about. In the meantime, you've spoken about three or four other individuals because you're just trying to get to that person. All to avoid suspicion that, that, that this whole thing is about yourself. People are speaking now, many people. With no constructive purpose emerging from um, from the conversation, um, so again, these are things that we have to constantly be be aware of when we engage in these in these conversations. You know, uh, especially the, the, the you know the conversations with regards to shiduch. You know, you know don't uh, don't beat around the drum. You go there, you, you you speak to the person. I'm inquiring about this person because this is for my son or for my daughter. You don't want to tell me anything. I get it. That that's fine. But I, th- th- this is what I I, I need to uh, uh, I'm looking for. What I need to know. Don't exaggerate. Tell me the truth. They are allowed to do so. They're allowed. Halacha allows a person to do so. But when you try to you know to keep it private, this that's when you run yourself into problems and you make the person listening transgress iver as well. We're still in the middle of that gab. We ran out of time. We'll continue next time uh, with the Hagar.